1: Sport
0: Social. Welcome along to the shackle of T20 World Cup daily podcast and this is episode five and well the, the, the bubble isn't burst Chris uh, in terms of England's success at the World Cup but you know there's been the first defeat on the on the board and that's fine we're fine with that though aren't we we're fine we had a, a heavy evening we we're actually um, in, in Leeds dressed up as um, <laughs> umpa lumpers at the time when we were watching it uh, in true kind of like you know Holly stand fashion actually which is appropriate for our guest which we'll come on to in a minute uh, that's not why we didn't just turn up to the cricket <laughs> to the pub dressed like that I've got a caveat here with that but um, we did watch England lose to South Africa but you know what doesn't matter I think a bit of a kick up the backside's fine it's fine you know
2: absolutely you, you look at the best team in every tournament around the world England in the 2019 we lost we lost two games in the group stages and went on to win it in the last part of the tournament it happens in most major tournaments in every sport so i think an early defeat um isn't always a bad thing of course we'd like to win every game of course we want to go and knock everyone over however um hopefully the lads have had that had that little bit of a slip up and now it won't happen again and let's be honest we're definitely definitely the strongest side in the tournament
0: Mm. pakistan look good but we look we look really good don't we you know
2: on our day, we we can beat everyone, absolutely mm. anyone. In fact, we could beat Pakistan and India together on our day. They get 22 goes, we get 11.
0: <laughs> on our, maybe I'm pushing it a bit. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, England are into the World Cup semi-finals. And just to mark your card, if you are at work on Wednesday, well, what are you doing? Work from home that day, because 2pm is when they start. New Zealand on Wednesday in Abu Dhabi 2 o'clock UK time 2 o'clock UK time so if you're in Britain that is the time that you need to just be sliding off and getting off Zoom for uh, just for a couple of hours to watch England beat New Zealand and uh, well that's uh, that's great look we've got we've got a guest on this week who's great as well and a reference to Holly stand he's actually from Birmingham or the or the Midlands—it's his nearest test ground anyway. And this guy, look, we, we get cricketers on, we get ex cricketers. We had Toby Tarrant, a bit rogue, but obviously well-known cricket podcaster as well as a radio presenter. However, we'll just not—we'll not tell him you called him a rogue. But no, well, no, it's fine. You know, <laughs> he's all right, Toby. He got a bomber jacket out. Of, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but this guy, I'm really excited to to put this interview out I'm going to not pretend that we're recording this uh, before before we speak to him we've already spoken to Oliver Phelps who is an absolute superstar all around the world you may remember him because he played George Weasley one of the Weasley brothers in Harry Potter and those characters in those films are amazing like they're just great characters brilliant actors as well and um, you know, and he's gone on to do loads of other stuff. He's got a YouTube channel and a podcast, and obviously still, you know, incredibly well known around the, around the globe. And more importantly, a massive, massive cricket fan, like huge cricket fan.
2: Badger, badger, you'd even call him.
0: Yeah, and actually, in our little chat, I don't feel like we've talked about cricket enough for his liking. Actually.
2: Well, it was kind of role reverse, wasn't it? He came on to talk about cricket. And I, I Okay, I, I looked after you a bit, Greg. You didn't tell him how much of a Harry Potter nutter you are. <laughs> um, didn't want to embarrass you in front of him, so I didn't didn't let that slip. I'm sure we will be listening back to this now. Um, we, we just wanted to talk to him about Privet Drive and, and the Harry Potter set, but he wanted to talk about cricket. But <laughs> and, Anyway, I think it was a great mix, a great mix of, of films, of cricket, of his grandma... Yeah, what a, what a great bloke as well for giving up his time for
0: us. Yeah, top man. Yeah, really good to hear from him. And also, hopefully, see him in the Holly stand next year when we play India at Baston. So, uh, yeah, nice. We're looking forward to putting that interview out to you. Before we do, though, I uh, just want to just flag up a couple of bits and bobs. Charles Tirrett is the British menswear brand. That makes it effortless for men to look sharp if that's the case i could do with a bit of that because i look absolutely <laughs> shocking my clobber is dreadful and woeful so charles tirrett to the rescue for me um we'll talk about oliver Phelps being loved globally this brand is also love globally uh, for their range of smart shirts Their fine tailoring extends to suits blazers chinos refined po- yeah do you, reckon, do you reckon i can have like a bit of a makeover bit of a you know what do you think With with these boys, will they sort me out? You know, I know you're saying I'm a tough person to, you know, you 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 can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. These these guys are my glitter. Yeah, is that what we're saying?
2: (laughs) Are you all right,
0: mate? <laughs> I don't think so. I think dressing up as Umpa lumpers has probably, probably done me a little bit, hasn't it?
2: I was just, I was chuckling to myself because you were just ranting to yourself about how woeful your gear is. <laughs> it is. I look shocking. I can't dress myself. Hey, this God is... is the only way forward for you now.
0: Yeah, there yeah. we go. Also, Joss Butler models for them and he looks good in their adverts, doesn't he? I just keep seeing them pop up on my Instagram. <laughs> It looks Unfortunately, really
2: good Greg, i don't think anything literally any clothes they've got continuing to just pull that i'm sorry but
0: we can try we can try but well i'm going to try because you can get 25 percent off everything when you enter bar Meet 25 at checkout so there we have it charles Tirrett sort me right out. I think it looks smart. Is that one of the worst, like, little sort of shameless adverts we've ever done? I don't know. I'm leaving this all in the podcast, by the way. I'm not editing <laughs> it out. It's
2: you just how you just went in on yourself for, I reckon, about a minute. My clobber is woeful and awful. You can't polish your turn. <laughs> I am shocking. <laughs> You're having a meltdown in the studio. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, I think uh, I am a little bit. I think I am. Uh, before we go, are you, do you want to mention something? Do you want to do an advert, something, by the way, before we get into yeah. all of the
2: well, Less of an advert, more of a shout-out to Um, our team at Barmy Travel who have been working round the clock to secure more packages for the West Indies and to get on sale with Netherlands packages, making sure that we've got as much products as we can have on sale for the West Indies, we've got it. So if you can, get out to the West Indies in March or the T20s at the end of Jan, then go to barmytravel.com and check out all the packages that we've still got available. They are flying off the shelves like hotcakes. If you want to secure tickets, hotels, um, flight tickets we've even got a private charter for Barbados make sure you do it through Barbie travel it's your only way to guarantee tickets in the Barbie army section we will hope to have some tickets further down the line but right now the only thing we can guarantee is tickets through Barbie travel so please do come and join us in the West Indies it's been a long haul slog of a two years without any proper cricketing international tours the West Indies is going to be one hell of a celebration and if you're listening to this and you're on the fence then get off the fence and get on on the plane over to the West Indies. Cross, it's going to be unbelievable.
0: I like that. Is that new strap line? Get off the fence and onto the plane. I like <laughs> that a lot. I could get behind that. And, and, I am yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm and, a and sure. I clip that up please well um, you know what I've got to just second that as well because it has been it's been tough for everybody at the Barmy Army who worked really hard to put on these tours and obviously just not really been able to do anything from no choice of our own obviously um, and it's just uh, yeah and that is going to be one heck of like a cricketing experience that and if it's something that you've always toyed with doing and you're a little bit unsure and i'm not sure how much leave i've got or whatever at most people's leave refreshes in in april so and it's march so just just get it done just book all right so there we go there we go there's two of us i think i've had quite enough now Oliver Phelps is our guest on Shackles Are Off World Cup G20 Daily Podcast. He's an absolute blinder of a guest. Hopefully I'll be slightly less delirious the next time we record one and hopefully the next time we record a podcast. England are into the World Cup final. Come on the lads, that's on Wednesday at 2 and uh, we'll speak soon. Cheers for listening.
1: How are you doing, guys? Good, how are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad. you thought, after all this time since everyone's been on Zoom, I can... Double check that everything's already there before we start. All right, all good. It's all good. I get, I get
2: worse. I get worse with technology. The more you use it, the worse you get.
1: Yeah, I left. I left a filter on uh, a while ago, and then haven't haven't used it for a couple of weeks. And I was on a, a Zoom call to a, a production company in the states, and I realised I had a filter from a stash. <laughs> that follows you around. So I just I was I was just making sure that none of that was on there when I started. Oh, excellent.
0: Thanks so much for coming on. By the way, it's uh, it's really appreciated. Also, you'll appreciate, you know, this is this is a bit it's a bit random for us. Obviously, you know, we just used and comfortable talking to cricketers, but you know, this is this is different. It's completely different. I'm I'm really looking forward to talking to you and stuff. I want to know uh, your fascination with cricket and where it began, because I'm guessing when you've got a twin brother, when you're growing up, things can get a bit spicy in the garden, can't they? And and and, oh. and down the nets and all that. I'd imagine Oliver, yeah
1: yeah i mean we uh to be honest with you our cricket games as kids never lasted too long in the back garden because one of us would get would get frustrated instead of just like driving it we'd just try and knock it for six over the fence and that'll be the end of the game so it was uh yeah we never really played too much as as kids to be honest with you but we were always um like interested in the game itself and then when we were filming potter we we weren't allowed to play play cricket in case obviously you got injured Injured, or or whatever like that or you took a took a ball to the face or something so yeah just that's i think that's kind of because i couldn't play it i focused a lot more on watching it and and the england time england team at the time was starting to starting to turn the corner really in the early Mm. 2000s so the first test match i ever went to because my my grandfather was a really big cricket fan anyway and uh, and the year he he died, and then the next the next summer, I just said to my, my grandmother, do, "Do you fancy going to the test match?" So we went to watch England versus the Windies. Awesome. It was Brian Lara's last last test match there, and uh, yeah, I just remember sitting in the Holly Stand at Edgbaston, loving it. Um, <laughs> and it just it just became one of those things. So yeah, and just as I say, test cricket to me has always been my favourite thing to do on a sun on a sunny summer's day. Um, been fortunate enough to go go to Oz and watch the ashes down there um again bucket list stuff but yeah just just a, a great great love for the game and then since then as well we've been able to play cricket with the uh, the Bunbury cricket team as yes. well so we've of which is more about the game more about the the spirit of cricket than the actual result with those things especially <laughs> when we've got about 20 people in the field but it's uh, yeah they're always always good days That's I, so- I
2: must I must ask Oliver you, you mentioned something there one thing the Barmy Army is synonymous with is the Hollies stand. You mentioned it and you mentioned your grandma was in the Hollies. Now that is amazing. For anyone that's been there,
1: they know yeah. how lively it is. Your grandma must be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so she was, um, to be honest, I had no idea that the Hollies was like that. We turned it to Edgbaston on the day and the chat just said, oh yeah, this, this stands quite, it can get a bit Can get a bit good atmosphere. So I was like, yeah, fine. And we sat in there and I remember that we had, there was a conga line. <laughs> Everyone were like, with 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 guys from the Windies, with guys from the uh, obviously the England fans, and it was great. And then we went the next year to the uh, the and Test at the Ashes, and we were there on the Sunday. We couldn't get in the hollies; we were further around, so we were right behind the wicket on that on that day. Um, and that's probably one of my treasured possessions is the, the, the stub for the ticket from that day's day's yeah. play Edgebaston, which is, I think, at the time you thought that special, but then afterwards you like all these years back and people are still talking about it and as you say cricket was always something I shared with my grand, right until she uh, until she passed it was and even now like she she died a couple of years ago but even now if there's an, a really close game I'll find myself wanting to talk to her about it or, or give well, her a call about it and so it's it's a great and that's the great thing with the game it's uh it's a generational thing it's, it's not necessarily like some games where it's very opinionated it's, it's like your generation or whoever are watching mm-hmm. it whereas I think that's the great thing with cricket is it is very, especially test cricket, there is that thing where everyone buys into it. I mean, in with like the county circuit this year, like with Warwickshire winning the county championship on the last day, to me had a, a test match feel to it. There was this anticipation yeah. of are they going to do it? And being a Bears fan when they crossed the line, it was it was
0: great. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and um, yeah, we know Will Rhodes actually a little bit, and because we sort of grew up in Leeds, and we, we, well, grew up in Leeds, went to Union Leeds, and we were there. And, and, and Rhodes, he was sort of knocking around, similar age to us. And I mean, he's been great, hasn't he? Will Rhodes, he's been like a revelationary yeah. captain for for the
1: Bears. Yeah, exactly. And they've I think they've they've done well, especially like getting 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 Breslin in as well. Like they, mm. they they built on a good uh on a good basis here. And it's it's great for the county to have that back there, especially where you think where they were maybe three years ago, four years ago, or something like that. So it's it's certainly good and hopefully that can all blend into the the test team as well with England when they hopefully uh hope can work a bit of form going into the uh this well, obviously with the Ashes team is probably already set in stone with the quarantine requirements mm. and all that all that stuff what goes on so we'll just have to see how it goes you've been before haven't you
0: down there to australia down under watched a few test matches you went to the barmy army christmas dinner is that right as well or is it yeah there we go yeah that
1: was it yeah, so we was um so my how it all started basically i said to my now wife uh we, we were only boyfriend and girlfriend before at the time and i said oh do you fancy going to australia for six weeks or for however long it was. And she says, Yes, okay. And we actually flew straight to Perth. And it was probably about two weeks before she found out, oh, we're doing Perth <laughs> test, the Boxing Day test <laughs> and the Sydney test. Um and I said, Oh, don't don't worry about Christmas Day as well. I've got I've booked this dinner. And it was at the Crown Casino. Yeah. And it was brilliant. And they were very good. The guys barred me on. We were fantastic because I think there was about hundred and twenty people there, six women. And they put all the ladies on the same table, so it was Ooh. it was really it was great fun. But it was, um, yeah, I just remember it brilliant. Like that, the um, everyone singing carols, and yeah. and at the end, and they there was a countdown. It was like a responsible. It was an open bar, but they said you know everyone was like you got four hours of responsible drinking starting now, <laughs> and it it, it it kind of set the tone. And then I just, I just like everyone just piling down to St Kilda on the well, on it's the it's metro, it's on the tram, and it was just if anyone's ever thinking of doing it, it was the best choose my words carefully the best christmas day lunch away from your family that you could, you could care to do. that's the best way to describe it it was it was great fun it was really that's, good It's now name, morphed
2: yeah. into a much bigger event now on the, on the on the last tour we had 600 people in the palladium room for, for the same event so you can imagine wow, what it would okay. been like on this trip but um yeah no it's yeah. it's a good day isn't it
1: Yeah, really good. And then, uh, and then you see a few of the same guys about as well. That's the, and that's the other good thing about doing a tour like that. We were, um, as I said, the wacker. So this, it was 2012, uh, sorry, 13, 14, I think that would be. And unfortunately, unfortunately the, the result was a, a whitewash, but it was just, again, no, but that was the good thing about the whole spirit of the, the Barmy Army still giving it giving it some go and uh, yeah, just having a good laugh and I think just appreciating good cricket being played by the Aussies at the time with like Mitchell Johnson pinging them in at over 100 mile an hour. Yeah. was, you know, it was what it was but from a fan's point of view it was something that I'd always wanted to do. So, you know, obviously you,
0: you you enjoy cricket, which is great. And I love that about that. And you've just fallen into it kind of organically. And obviously you had the family thing with your grandparents liking it and that kind of thing. So you're probably always going to have some kind of interest, I suppose, in it. Talk to you about being on the set of Harry Potter and all, you know, because I know Daniel Radcliffe is a fan. He's been on View from the Boundary as well, hasn't he, a few times and, and uh, amongst others. Was, was it talked about, you know, were you talking about cricket? Can you remember there being matches on and maybe, you know, stopping and, and trying to watch something whilst you were in filming or maybe
1: delaying it a bit? I don't know, you know, I can't I really, can't, picture I can't really... Yeah, I can't remember. I know that Dan and uh, and Tom Felton are, are big cricket fans as well, but in terms of actually talking about it too much, I can't really remember doing that, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. like, I remember having a bit of a knock around with like a tennis ball on Privet Drive <laughs> Which is for those for those listeners. Uh, so Privet Drive is the the road where Harry Harry Potter lives, and it's a, it's basically a set at the studios, and it's they like modelled houses, and there's a a road there, and for most of the time it's not being used. So it would be like you know put put some. I don't know a bin or something as a wicket, and just have a ball knocking that around. So that's when it's it's quite funny now when I see it on the if it's on the TV or something. I think yeah, I remember that. Put some uh, runs on there. <laughs> yeah, it was good. We see uh, it used to be along the lines of you know if you got if you got it past the. Um, at the end of the driveway, that was the that was that was the boundary, as it were. So it was it was, it was good fun. It was one of those things where you can kind of jump in and doing it, but then trying to explain to a few of the Americans who had no idea. That's <laughs> a <laughs> funny looking baseball bat. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. What, what was it? What was that like, Oliver? To be to be part of um the Harry Potter production for it to grow into what it's grown into today with theme parks around the world. D- did you know at the time how big it was gonna be or, or w- was it pretty surreal ever, ever since it's
0: You'd had yeah, no acting experience, around. had you? Am I right? I'm all thinking you'd literally done
1: yeah. no acting before you auditioned, which is just no, we, crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'd we'd literally done I suppose like anybody does at school, um but no, nothing else. And then we we my mum um found we're speaking to to somebody on the phone and they said oh there's a an open audition up in leeds so i grew up in north birmingham um and they yeah so it's on a thursday so they'd have to miss school and could get in a film what? i don't know a 14 year old who'd say no to going to oh i'm <laughs> going along today to you it's know? a win-win isn't it win-win exactly yeah yeah exactly so we so we went up there and uh i know that there was there was a big buzz about it anyway because there was a lot of media coverage there was um the fourth book had just come out and there was a big buzz around that and i remember going to the audition and there being so many people there and so it was always known that it was going to be big and i think as a as a naive 14 year old you you just assume that every movie is is that big and that popular and then but then again if you'd have told me like that was what 20 21 years ago when we went for the first audition if you would have told me then that i'd still be talking about it now and people who weren't even born would know it word for word mm. it's 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 crazy but it's great to be it's still really special to be part of
0: yeah I suppose you've been asked every single question that you could possibly be asked about it in many ways um and it's it's you know it's a cool thing to be part of isn't it you know it, how's how is your kind of what what is it you know you're into next what have you got coming up what is it you know what where what is life looking like for you now because a lot of people will remember you and your brother in the films, of course, they will, you know, great, great characters in the film. But then it's it's almost like Rupert and um, and Emma to an extent and Daniel as well. You know, nothing is almost in a way going to be as big as that. But you're now looking for job fulfillment and that kind of thing. So what is it for, for you? What does it look
1: like for you? So at the, at the moment we're actually filming a, a travel show. My brother and I. So we've been we worked on this concept probably about five years ago or so, and we had it had a, a sizzle made and everything in America. And uh, unfortunately, we got the wrong people to try and sell it, so it didn't oh, quite man. work. And that kind of that kind of got put on the shelf somewhere. And then we, at the beginning of last year, or just end of twenty nineteen or so, we were talking with a production company who were on board to make it again uh, with a slightly different twist. And uh, then obviously everything happened last mm. year it all got put on the back burner but yes we've been away so we've been filming in so we did one in ireland one in iceland poland dubai st lucia and austria nice so we're, wow. we're getting about a bit so it's it's <laughs> been it's been really really well received on the online as well from people so we're, we're just in the middle of polishing all that off and then that'll be out released next year i'm not too sure where that's going to be out in nice. the UK market at the moment but it's been it's just been nice to be able to still do that and again it is it it is helpful to have the potter on the resume because it certainly opens a few doors to do different things sure. of course and and you've got your YouTube channel as well um with with your brother so it's cool that you're actually mates as well and, and yeah, yeah. Do that. yeah 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 we've got so we've got that we've do the, uh, we do the we do a podcast ourselves which is uh, normal not normal which is basically us just uh we interview different guests and a lot of it is what is normality? And I think that's the thing with, certainly a lot of our, our fan base is um, predominantly, it's, it's quite cool that you can see like the, the the actual statistics of where people are, their age, their sex and everything like that. Yeah, so we can yeah. see that, you know, that, that age group and that. And I think that there's a lot of people who are kind of thinking, well, I'm not, I'm kind of an, not of the normal variety type thing. And we're just trying to break down this barrier Well, there's no such thing. Like your normality and my normality are totally different, but it doesn't make one above the other. And it's quite it's quite it's quite cool interviewing different people and speaking to them about about their experiences. So like to me, going to say um a bit well like like going going to the cricket for example. Yeah. You know, yeah, to me as a as a fan, my normality, I love as I say, going in the hollies. Trying to, I'm really glad they they allow the beer snakes back as well. By the way, like this year they they really won't go. Anyway, and um, so like my normality at the cricket would be doing that. But yeah, you think of say the guys playing on the field,
2: yeah,
1: that's the, that's their normality for a day a day's work. You know, there's yeah. no yeah. there's no um, upscale or downscale to it. So that's what's been that kind of came at the beginning of uh, lockdown last year. And it's kind of just taken on life of its own. And it's been really fun. And we've had some great feedback from all over the globe on that, which has been Mm. really cool. I think
2: think we should have a tie up, Greggy, because uh, the Barmy Army is very diverse and there's a lot of characters in there. And normal is a word that you wouldn't really ever associate with the Barmy Army. So (laughs) I think think it's a perfect fit for the podcast, but also your travel show. Series two
1: needs to incorporate a Barmy Army tour, surely. I think we need to we definitely need to work that out somewhere. We need to <laughs> we need to see where they're going to be going and uh yeah, I'm trying to think where the next couple of uh Well we've got West Indies coming up. I uh, know West you've already, Indies, isn't it? Well West yeah, as I say as I say so we're filming in St. Lucia soon. So maybe we'll do some recces around uh yeah. around Grenada, there and then maybe yeah. and, then, yeah, and then end up in uh on Wonder great As again that's that's another to me a bucket list tick to be able to go I had some friends who went on the last tour out there and they were saying how fantastic it was mm. and it's just uh, yeah it's just it's just really special to be able to do that type of thing so again it's that I'm in a very fortunate position where I've, I've got a great love of travel and I can work that into a work I suppose you can amazing call it work um and it's it's really yeah really great yeah,
0: in fact, that's something that you do share in common with Chris, actually, because, you know, you're, Chris, you're travelling all around as well, watching England play cricket, South Africa, Sri Lanka, India, all sorts, everywhere. You've been everywhere, Chris, haven't you? It's amazing. Also, can I just say, you did play down massively. Yeah, we speak to various guests on our podcast. Well, <laughs> yeah, Ed Sheeran, you know, Paralympians, Bake Off winners, all these kinds of people. Fantastic
1: um yeah it was it, again that's the and that's the cool thing like it's it's really a case of we we've got um we've got uh, a couple of guys who help produce it as well for us i'm not saying that we just do it on our own we've yeah. got we've got some great guys who help us with it and yeah that we just send different messages to different people and some people are receptive to it. and as you say like the ed sheeran one was in the works quite a while yeah but he was yeah we had a great had a great chat with him but in in, in cricket terms though we interviewed james taylor Oh fantastic yeah. as well. So that's a that's a great listen feel to listen to. Again, it's like readapting to his normality from yeah, sure, you know, from what, well, a couple of months before he was getting uh, 99 at the MCG mm. to literally that was it straight away. But he's um yeah, he's become actually a good friend of mine as well, James. Now so he's um he's yeah, he's going off it. He's one of these annoying guys who took golf up and then within three years he's off scratch it's I know, yeah. it's
0: sickening that. It's sickening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a really good guy, though, James, isn't he? He's, he's a smashing guy. And, and, and it's testament to him, actually, that he's kind of carried on in the game and doing what he's doing, isn't it? Because, obviously, he's so well-liked and well-received and, and obviously got a great crick- cricketing mind. Uh, playing some charity games as well. How do you fare when you yeah. play the charity games? So obviously, you talked about you know playing playing for uh, Bunbury. You played with Tuffers, Beefy, Shane Warne. Yeah. Piers was, Morgan. That was,
1: <laughs> so that was at Beefy's uh, Beefy's birthday bash, I think it was. Called. Right. And uh, yeah, we were asked, we were asked to play because we've done, we did quite a bit with the Bumbarys and um, yeah, so we were asked to, ask to play in that one and I didn't realise how many people were a, going to be there, and how many people were playing in terms of just <laughs> creme de la creme of international Shane at you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was good fun. It was, but I was just trying to stay away. It was, it was one of those morning, those afternoons where you would hope the ball doesn't come anywhere near you. Yet it seems to follow you around. So it was, it was just great to be able to share a field and watch these guys do what they do. Where it was even, you know, yes, it was a charity game, but you could see them starting to get a bit more. All right, we need soon to as something. soon
2: as you step over the white line, it's game on for the professional sportsman. Most importantly, Oliver, did you
1: get any runs or any wickets on that day? I don't think I did. I, th- I think I definitely got a run or two, but my cricket is is not good, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I talk a good game, but I'm not. I am not I'm, <laughs> i wouldn't do that. Although last year, I was, I was spending some time in the Nets just as something to do with a few pals of mine, but we haven't really... Yeah, I I wouldn't say to come and see me play cricket is going to be a good spectacle. It's. uh, it's I
0: I disagree. From what you're saying, it sounds like it's going to be great. (laughs) There's normally other people to watch who are quite good. Fantastic. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's the. That's true. That's (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah, I love that because a lot of us, you know, we grow up playing at, at school, but you'll have missed a large part of that. Won't you? So, in fact, yeah, all so, of it. So, I know you were yeah, schooled at, at, on, on set, effectively, weren't you? I've sort of read about and heard about this before. But in terms of actual, like, you know, a normal afternoon playing football or rugby in the you know in the winter and then cricket in the summer, you'll have missed most of that, if not all of it, won't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, it totally went. Mm. So, though, I think my last, and the school, the senior school I went to was one of these. They just played cricket for like the final term mm, of the yeah. year they didn't they didn't do anything in in the winter or anything like that so i remember f- I, I, yeah i remember finished i was always i always enjoyed batting but then when i went to play again which you're talking like 10 12 years later my batting is like me playing golf so everything's still there's no <laughs> <laughs> which for a bowler is very nice to see someone not going to move at all on the <laughs> just flapping away so it was um yeah it's it's one of those things i've kind of learnt now that I'd, I'd rather watch and if someone needs me in the field, I'm have to do that and try and catch. But other than that, yeah, it's not too great. I think, that, I think the best score I got at the cricket at the Bumbrys was, I think I'm trying. I think I think the best score I got was a double was uh, was a double in in one over. I think that was the best one I ever got on the, on my on my bowling sides. But yeah, it is it is what it is. It is what it is. Love it, love it. Right, Oliver, we're going to get you involved in a couple of our features that we do.
0: We've been doing this through this World Cup series that we're doing. By the way, we've not talked about yep. England yet. We'll do that in a second, <laughs> but because England have been great, and actually, you know, I think very much are on the path to, you know. And, and we, Chris and I, we were, we were we were out yesterday together in the pub. It's first time we've kind of, I'd say, loosely watched cricket. We, 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 were, we were on a stag do. I'll be honest, we'll level with you. Okay. So, so the watching of the cricket in this bar was fleeting, and it was for a moment, and whatever. I can't really tell exactly what happened ball for ball right. however but it was the first time Chris and I've watched cricket together for ages which is which is the shame really but um we were both saying there was some coherent conversation where we did actually end up saying it's quite good that they've lost and that's a really stupid thing to say but look we're already through and actually mm. a, a little kind of shake or maybe a little hey something you know it can happen guys kind of thing. It might help. Yeah, you're not you know, you're not invincible. Yeah, exactly like Chris says. So I mean,
1: that was that's an that's. A, do you agree with that, or was that just us talking? Yeah, nonsense? I think. So. No, I think so because you, as you say, it's. A, it, I mean, it's a shame that they they weren't able to, yeah, not lose a single game. You know, going into it, but at the same time, yeah, it makes them step back and maybe look at. I mean, you don't know, but you'd have thought they'd go back to okay, you're not doing this right, or. We could do better at doing this. So, yeah, I think it is probably you'd rather lose in a in a dead rubber for them going into a game yeah. against against New Zealand. And hopefully they can, as you say, hopefully it makes them refocus. Not that they maybe have lost focus, but sometimes if you're winning all the time, it can seem maybe a bit easy. Yeah. yeah. And South Africa did look actually quite good. It's not like that you know they collapsed or anything. No, they, they
0: actually looked pretty good. I think. So you know, there we go. Let's get into some of our features. We've, um, <laughs> so we do have this every single week, Oliver, right? We have Shocker of the Week and Legend of the Week. And Shocker of the Week this time, for the second time in just three episodes, it's none other than uh, England spinner and TMS commentator Alex Hartley again. Have a listen to this. Despite the valiant effort of the fielder, that's what pakistan we're
2: looking for yeah you can't blame the fielder there he's he's done a full length dive and parried the ball into his own head bless him it bounced off his nonce
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is a shocker
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. a good one. And Alex was on the last episode of this and she's lovely. And she she was, we were talking about one where the been saying baps on air with her and teeth Narwes and they were talking about baps and, and they were all falling about laughing. They actually couldn't concentrate. And she's great, Alex, actually. She brings a lot to the commentary box, doesn't she? Do you, yeah, you, she
1: was. You love TMS, was, don't you? I know you love TMS. Yeah, yeah. But she, I mean, she was great as well. She added to the the 100 as well. Yeah. yeah. Sitting out in the audience doing the, or out in the crowd doing that. She really added to that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, she's she's brilliant. Good fun. Really good fun. <laughs> so, sorry, Alex,
0: you are Shocker of the Week for the second time in three episodes. Unbelievable. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? <laughs> Who'd have thought it? Okay, this one is Legend of the Week. It's gone massively viral on our Twitter account. The Universe boss, Chris Gale, playing in what looks like his last game for the Windies. And at the end of the game, he went and checked Davey Warner, our friend, at the Barmy Army, his pocket which he looked like he was looking for sandpaper. So, as Barmy <laughs> Army fans, we actually quite like that. You know, you could just yes, yeah. bow out gracefully, it could all be about you, but now he wants to take the mickey out of Dave Warner for one last time. I think that's pretty good to you, so...
1: Brilliant, definitely, definitely. <laughs> By the way,
2: still still playing in a World Cup at 42. Yeah. yeah. Outstanding. I, I know he's not what he was, but pff, I played to him.
1: Yeah, and he right. has and been... You still, I was going to say he'd still be contributing as well, which is yeah. which is it. He's not just like racking it to uh, to make up the numbers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and he's just great sure. with it as well, isn't he? He's great.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure think- um, he quite passed the fielding standards for the England <laughs> level anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of a mascot in the field, isn't he? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love that term, mascot in the field. That's one thing you don't want to get called on one of these charity games, Oliver. I'll tell you that. You know. Oh, I'm no, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> fairness, fairness, yeah. <laughs> Oliver Phelps mascots love to see it ok now and the final feature that we do and I, I'd imagine that you'll quite enjoy this um, it's Chorus Corner we get people to send songs in surprisingly we actually get a lot of people recording themselves singing songs and then sending them into us to play out on the podcast remarkable I mean just sh- shameless actually (laughs) Um, This one is is a cracker, though, actually. We've got perhaps one of our youngest ever contributors to Chorus Corner. Simon Morris sent this on Twitter. Thanks, Simon. It's his four-year-old son singing a balmy Army classic.
1: Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. People want to know. People want to
2: know. Who we are. Who we are.
1: Where we come from, where we come from,
2: and we tell them, and we tell them,
1: we're the England,
2: we're the are
1: the army,
2: we're
0: the army, the army army, the army army.
1: Like that. Oh, no, <laughs> still, going. <laughs> still going. He's still going. He's still. But even even doing that like that type of thing, I feel like we were saying like it's it's a non generational thing. Like his yeah, son just live with that now. Exactly. Absolutely. And you know that 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 son. You know, I'm not sure what Simon's son's
0: called. Um, you just know that he's gonna be. Uh, you know, on that Ashes tour in
1: twenty forty six, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be one of the. Yeah, he'll probably. Uh, well, you never know. I was going to say. I was going to say he'll be one of the lobsters at St Kilda on Christmas Day, but he was, <laughs> <laughs> helping you up the stairs, Oliver. You know, when you're there. Yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it. Yeah, that was it. But no, it's uh, it's really good. But I think like going going back to like with the with the World Cup. Though, I mean, what's everyone's thinking for the the final? Do you think it's going to be? because after the way after the way they play Pakistan I'd like that but then you think going into the Ashes it would be fitting for, for an England-Aussie uh, final I, I think it would I, you know what I'd quite like to see that Chris would you like to see? I mean Chris has got a big
0: grin on his face would you want to see Australia <laughs> in the final as long as it's a guaranteed oh, yeah. win obviously then it's a nice thing of
2: course I'd I, i I'd love it because it means we're pretty much guaranteed the trophy doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in all seriousness, I would, um, yeah, I'd love to see that. But what I think what's so refreshing is you look at some of the Australian players that will be playing in the Ashes and a lot of our guys that um, are already in Australia preparing for that. Hopefully, it's um, if they if they don't win it and we, we come out on top, hopefully it'll work in our favour, like you said, for the Ashes, which is going to be a huge um, six weeks that is literally just around the corner now, isn't it? Mm, mm,
1: mm. I-, I don't know how it's going to feel, though, like watching it, obviously, with the... There's, the, there's a debate, should it even be going on with without getting the full, you know? yeah, A yes. bit, like, like, bit, like, bit, like, bit like with the rugby with the Lions tour as well, like this year, it just didn't have the same same yeah. ring to it. And I mean, that, that, that was I mean,
0: there was behind closed doors there most of that, wasn't it? There was literally like nobody in some of the stadiums and it was like, oh, Really? you know yeah. and that was yeah. you know, and and that that kind of really sapped it sapped away from it didn't it but i think yeah where will you be watching it Oliver are you, are you going to be pulling some all nighters and stuff i don't know what your schedule's looking like it's but p-
1: it depends where i'm going to be like i'll be in i'm trying to think uh sydney <laughs> yeah. no, i wish i wish um no i think i'll be in Austria for the first test. So I'll probably just be watching it on the phone mm. or uh, or late at night or whenever we're there. But the rest of the time we'll be, yeah, normally just just watching it on the TV. Yeah, it well, says some two amicable parts of the day. But yeah, I mean the one thing I do remember is how hot it was in oh. Perth when, when we went and it was like 40 42, 43 Um, but the fremantle doctor, so it's like the breeze what comes in off the bay cools everything down so it's uh, yeah sun, it sunburned breeze it that's really it good. that's yeah. it yeah yeah so it'll be uh yeah i'll, I'll be looking forward to it all the same though no, it's uh, it's always a great thing to be able to watch where else it is on is. your bucket lists then oliver barmy army wise you know or just go i think i think i think caribbean definitely mm. would be would be definitely up there um and then maybe part of me says india but i think it would be too intense yeah, I may be I may be wrong, but how it's not it?
0: Chris. It's not Chris's favourite, is it? I've not I've yeah. not been, but Chris has, and it's no.
2: It's like you said, it's rem- it's amazing for a week, but it is quite intense to be there for a lot longer than that. You can see how it's so hard on the players when they go for five tests. Um, however, yeah. it, it's the it is a, the Mecca, isn't it? Really, India for yeah. everyone goes mental playing in the streets. Playing out in the back of the restaurants, it's just incredible how much they are just absolutely cricket mad. Like we think we like it here, but as soon as you go to Mumbai,
1: it's just cricket, cricket, cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly as you say. So I think that'd be that'd be great to see maybe a test out there. Um, Sri Lanka's a oh, good yeah, one.
0: Mean, Sri Lanka's a good one. That's my favourite. Yeah, Sri Lanka's great. Oh,
1: right, okay. Mm. Why is that? Why, why oh, is that? Is that just beautiful?
0: beautiful? It's just beautiful. And and like and, and honestly, the, the the goal test is brilliant. So you'll have seen that with the fort and we had, obviously, yeah. Randy Caddick there, the lone Barbie soldier, which is great. <laughs> what a legend. But he, um, he was, you know, that whole area is amazing so the forts brilliant it's got loads of restaurants and stuff in it as well and it's and then you've got where we were staying it was like right on the beach and the water's like, it's like a hot bath, you know, the sea. And and everybody's on the beach and there's a great atmosphere and everybody's there just drinking and having fun and, you know, restaurants and all sorts. All on. Honestly, I can't tell you how good it is. I'm not doing a very good job of describing it, but it's it's amazing. <laughs> Hopefully you can hear how excited I am when I do talk about it. You get a good feel no, for it. No, definitely, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I think that's it. As you say, it's funny that you say there's restaurants and stuff in the forts because from the the cameras it literally just looks like an old fort. Mm. Oh, oh it Yeah, it's um, yeah. it's like
0: I want to say like over here we'd say it's gentrified. You know what I mean? Like they've obviously done stuff with something that previously probably wasn't much, but they've they've mm. turned it into like really nice. There's loads of little houses and stuff in there, and it's it's great. It's really good. Right, and the yeah. sea's great, and the breeze is brilliant. That ground's great as well because it's small and it's compact, and the atmosphere's really good. And where we were with the Barmy Army, because we were sort of stood on the on that grass banking, weren't we? And it was uh, yeah, wonderful.
1: Really good so yeah. uh, and the people are brilliant yeah. the people are lovely so there you I go think, I think that's I think that's the other thing as well like if you go anywhere especially on a the tour the, it's always great the people you meet while doing it and that's mm. the that always adds to it more than anything like it's uh, it yeah. certainly adds to to where you go so true so
2: uh, Oliver are you going to join us in the Hollies this year for the uh, for the India test
1: definitely definitely want to definitely want to I missed the ballot this year though for the tickets but I'll uh, I'll drop you a message though if you guys <laughs> have uh, got one going on the uh on the, I was speaking actually, one of my mates in the States um, talking about the beer snake. he was saying that they showed it at a, a baseball game, they made one. And I said, mate, that is nothing. And I took, <laughs> there, was, there was the picture which went the whole length of the hollies then round, supposed yeah, to be rest Wyatt stand. Um, and he said, I need to do that. But, I mean, this, just this last test match um, against New Zealand this year we went to, so I was there on the first day and it was, someone described it as a stag do. And it was the best way I describe it because there was no one under 18 allowed in. It was pretty much people were in fancy dress. Everyone was there to have just a good time. And I think it was it was absolutely fantastic. The cricket was good. The atmosphere was amazing. And again, as I said earlier, like there's no better way I'd want to spend a nice, a nice sunny day than uh, than doing that.
2: Oh, oh, you're welcome to join us. We look forward to Look forward to seeing your base snake skills next summer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, he's excited already, Chris. Love
1: it. Absolutely I was going to say it. I'm buzzing now. I'm buzzing already. I'm buzzing
0: already. <laughs> Oliver, thanks so much, mate, for coming on. Really, really good to meet you, um, albeit virtually. And uh, well, I'll see you in the Hollies anyway next summer. All right sounds good cheers guys top man thanks thanks so much for coming on Podcast Network.